Welcome to Outrageous, creating extraordinary experiences with positively outrageous service. This is the show where we explore all the habits and real life stories of people and organizations who deliver positively outrageous service. So come join the service revolution with your hosts, Andrew Zabo and Michael Hoffman. Well, hello. Here we are again in the studio. Uh, and welcome another, back to the studios. Welcome back for another um, episode of outrageous outrageous positively outrageous, outrageous service yes, that's what we're so about. we had an interesting meeting yesterday didn't we michael yeah uh, well and, we've talked about it quite a bit yes yeah. and uh we were at lunch um with these people and they sh- one of them shared an interesting story mm-hmm. of how when they were in california their teachers for their children had an insult day their teacher had an insult, insult day. That she was sharing, yeah, she was sharing that her child uh, revealed to her that uh, one of the idiosyncrasies of a teacher that she had last year, most appalling thing I've ever heard in my life. I know. We were just flabbergasted. What is we? an insult day? Well, the, the child would say something, and the teacher was free to insult the child. I guess she set it up where it was, listen, guys, this is insult day, so I'm going to say whatever I want to the to all of you, and you're going to take it as if it's a fun day. I don't understand the concept or the press. I don't understand that at all. We, we don't understand it, but let's face it, there's a lot of insults going around these days. It's not just a teacher in California. We're seeing it on social media. Uh, we're seeing it uh, in the workplace where people are getting offended and they're saying all kinds of things, and all of a sudden, you know, and, and, and I think one of the big consequences, we were talking about it right before the show, that you can't have two faces. Right. What you're doing internally, if you're insulting your coworkers internally, how are you gonna treat the customer? How are you gonna behave at home? Right. You can't you can't behave one way with a customer and one way with the people that you work with consistently. You might get away with it every once in a while, but 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 it shows through. As yes. a, as a customer, I can walk into an organization and spend 15 minutes in the lobby and get a pretty good feel of how this is going to go. Yes. You know, are you going to be for me and if you're not for each other, it's it's going to show. But I think we've really seen it in organizations that we've worked with recently mm-hmm. where the silos are massive. You know, the uh, uh, departments don't even talk to each other or you can tell when you get them into a room. I know I've done a couple of trainings lately where you get an entire staff in a room because we, uh, we do staff retreats and and there are issues. You can tell there's issues. And uh, if we can't get past some of the things that have happened, it, it, it has to bubble up and it totally. shows up in... The strangest things, like insult days. I'm going to s- not tell you what I what I want to tell you. I'm going to have it come out in humor. I see this happen in a lot of organizations yeah. that use negative humor on a regular basis. Yes, sarcasm. Yes. In other words, I can't. I don't have the ability or the tool sets to tell you what I think. So I'm going to have it come out in a joke. A joke. Yeah. In the form of an insult or or sarcasm, and unfortunately, like you said, you know that two faces. It, it spills over. It has to. You can't. You can't have be one way. Uh, it's like like in a marriage. You can't be you know one way with your kids and think that you're going to behave differently at work or differently at work to how you are at home and how you are to the customers. So this impacts every element of our life. We have to be consistent. And uh, uh, unfortunately, when you're having that two face, it leads to. I know you, you kind of went through. I'd like to just go back to it a little bit, Michael. Let's, let's uh, it, what, what's what's the 
result when you have two faces. And I think one of the things you said is you create silos, definitely. Yeah. Because now all of a sudden, oh, well, <laughs> there's so-and-so in department XYZ, and I'm, I'm just not going to deal with them. Or uh, it can actually lead to complete communication breakdown. I was talking to a, a, a hospital president uh, not so long ago, and he's looking at bringing us in at some point. But he said, well, I have to solve a problem first. I've got two departments that will not talk to each other. Which is scary in a hospital. Yes, because it's life and death. Hello. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I would like my hospital to live in harmony, please, because yes. I'm in pain, and I don't want any issues dealing with me getting out of it. <laughs> Good so, point. yes, the consequences could literally be life and death. Mm -hmm. And it's life and death, um, obviously, in a, in a healthcare situation, but it's also life and death for your customer. Absolutely. You your, know, relationship, your, your relationship your to business. be able to retain your, your customers. And, you know, Positively Outrageous Service Member is all about creating that wow experience you can't wait to tell somebody else about. And if you're not creating a wow experience internally, with your people, then um, you're not going to be able to do it externally. Mm. And in fact, uh, part of our conversation yesterday was also talking about uh, how that if you prepare your people, um, then they are going to be that much better equipped when they do have to deal with a customer. Mm. If they're already wowing them internally, it's almost become, because we, we talked about this a couple of times before, it's infectious. Mm. If you just wowed me, I'm going to be wowing the customer. Uh, you, you being, you know, a colleague or something like that, or you're another department, and you you lift me up. I'm going to want to lift up the customer when I'm interacting with them. Have you ever walked into an organization where you knew they weren't for you, where you know that nobody's going to be my advocate, so I'm going to have to be my advocate? It happens all the time. Um, I, I love that story about you know uh, going to or watching somebody come into a, a store that I was in that was going to pay a bill that was way off. And you could tell they'd already been having the conversation eight times in their heads. But but that's a natural thing because I, I have to assume that I'm going to bring up an issue. So I assume that you're coming at me. You're not necessarily going to be for me. So I'm already adversarial. Well, we we actually spill that over when we when we are not for each other at work, when we don't have that that culture that says our departments work for each other. Matter of fact, my first customer is internal. My first right. customer has to be internal. And the reason why that has to be fostered and why we're making a big deal about it this week is because if it's fostered internally, it naturally sp spills over to a customer experience. Exactly. It's very difficult to have two. You can't be self-focused because I have to be self-focused because you know people that I work with are very difficult to work with. So it, that we all of a sudden, our focus turns into self-preservation. Well, that, that shows to a customer when they come in and have to deal with me and I am not automatically for them, doing what I can for them. And I think you were walking into some examples of, of those being for them. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a... What does it look like? Well, the, the, the other aspect is that you, you, it breeds narcissism. And you, you, you see it, I've heard now time and time again, the, uh, lately there seems to be that there's people working for another person, and that person, their boss, is all about them. It's all about themselves. So they're going to take credit for everything that their department does. Well, it's all that was all me, you know. And what it does, it, it undermines the relationship. 
tremendously between yourself and the person instead of that person being for you now I've got to protect myself and and how do I promote myself so now everybody then then you're creating a culture of narcissism and you cannot have a culture of positively outrageous service outside and not have it inside. And not have it inside mm-hmm. if you're being narcissistic uh, internally. Mm-hmm. And so what's the, what's the antidote uh, to, to that? And I, I think it's kind of interesting uh, and what you were saying that you know, when, you, when, you, when you know that person is not for you, you're immediately, your, your defenses go up. Right. You're ready to attack. Uh, you're going to offend me. I'm going to be offensive My back to you. My is real short. And then you just create this like you, each, each, each side is now putting yet another log on mm-hmm. the fire and the fire is getting bigger and bigger instead of quelling the fire. Mm-hmm. I'm reading a fascinating book actually right now, Michael. It's, uh, it's called Unoffendable. 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 It's, it's very uh, thought-provoking. I, I actually have to, it's, it's one of those books you read a couple of pages and then you have, you to, have to stop. It's a chewy. It's I a like chewy. Like it's a chewy, a chewy book. Chewy. Definitely a chewy book. And the concept being, well, what if we were not, if we, if we didn't take offense over, uh, over things? Because what that does, it, that's the antidote to what we were just talking about, where, where one side gets uh, inflamed, the other side knows that's going to happen, therefore I've got to be prepared to fight. Well, if somebody does something that's, that you're offended by and you do, they're expecting you to therefore come back at you because you know that's going to offend them, and they behave unoffendably, it's very disarming. Mm. And all of a sudden, instead of things being heightened in terms of the emotion and getting out of control and saying things you shouldn't say, it actually diffuses the situation. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden, I may be listening to the other person because now they're feeling they're being listened to. If somebody's being unoffendable, the other person is now feels, well, this person actually may be listening to me. Maybe I don't need to get all riled up. And all if of a you, you are for me, I don't have to be for me. It's a simple concept, but it's a, it's a very powerful concept. Wow. Tremendously powerful concept. If uh, you will lower my defense. Well, psychologists, think about it. Psychologists go to school for years to learn how to listen, how mm-hmm. to physically show you that I am present and I am listening. There are things that I can do. I hear you, Michael. I hear you. Well, you know, it's actually that's a that's a it's called minimal response or a guttural affirmation. When mm-hmm. you do things like that's a, that's a guttural affirmation. When you did what you just did, the the laugh, the mm-hmm, uh-huh. I'm I'm not saying anything. I'm not commenting. I'm not taking any deeper. I'm just letting you know that I hear you. Right. Yeah. 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 That's body language. Body you language. Know, I mean, the again. fact that eye contact instead of shoulders, you know, yeah. yeah, shoulders. Which way you're facing the person? We need to go deeper on these topics. We do. Yeah. I have a, I have a program that I used to do a long time ago called uh, being a super here on customer service and it was all about those the, those superpowers and in fact we're going to do this we're, we're going to do it yeah, maybe it's the it. next yeah, episode no, yeah, <laughs> next episode let's break these down because i believe there are several superpowers that you just mentioned that are that we need to take to skill level right and so really the bottom line and we're charging you this week to really think about is what's it like internally are you creating a positively outrageous service culture so that it bleeds over to the people that we serve? You know, right. you can't have two faces, people. You can't be one way with the people that you work with and then one way in front of a customer it doesn't last very long. You know, you, you can't build a culture on that or you can't build sustainable relations on that. So we're challenging you this week to think about it. You know, my, my son and I uh, started this one thing that uh, uh, we used to do our, our, our texts back and forth and and actually, not that he and I ever had a problem because we don't. We, we communicate really well together. Um, but but he was commenting on my relationships with some of my siblings. 
Oof. You know, families, they can get yes. kind of messy. Well, um, we would, w- fights would escalate real quickly over texts or, or emails. And so when he, when we were reading, because I was just sharing him one time about a fight that I had no idea. why I don't even know why we're arguing. This is so simple and stupid. But we would read over the text or the emails, and he was saying, you guys should have a plan. He came up with this. I thought he was brilliant. He says, uh, three texts equals a call. Three texts equals a call. So <laughs> yeah, to get to right. the point, yeah. there's three texts. Okay. Three emails equal a call. Yeah. So what, what can you possibly do to ignite uh, a better relationship internally? No two faces. One face, one face to rule them all. That face is POS. Yes, and practice <laughs> being unoffendable. That yep. would that. Practice, let it go, man. Let it go. Yeah, seek solutions quickly. I like that. And and communicate with clarity. You know, we I know we've had a, a number of podcasts, and you can certainly go back through the history if you if you missed them. But uh, the idea of communication. The problem with communication, as George Bernard Shaw said is the illusion that it has occurred. I love that, yeah. And so often we, what we think we're saying is being received, and the way to check that out is by asking questions. Brilliant. Asking questions. Because the Follow questions up. reveal whether that person understood it in the way that you communicated yeah. it. I call and of course, it's also, it's also disarming, too. When you're asking a question, it creates a higher level of engagement, mm-hmm. which is disarming as well. So being unoffendable, asking questions, letting it go and and one i want to add to that list and that is on the on the flip side is to making sure you came across is to make sure that you're not filling in in their their intent mm, we have a tendency to escalate things because i i think what you meant was when in reality it's not even close to what you meant so, right so don't fill in their intent i think that's a good list that's the charge this week folks you know watch your face one face to rule them one all. face yeah so um, we have now, we've been doing this podcast for, for a little while. So it is uh, available. If you've missed some of these 15-minute episodes, it's available on iTunes. I sure hope you're finding it helpful. Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, and about three other uh, platforms. And we would love it if you could uh, go to iTunes and uh, give us five stars. Tell us what you think. Mm-hmm. Hit the because subscribe button, please. Hit, yeah, and that, but what that does, it, it allows... Um, uh, more people to see our podcast so that, that's a way of spreading the word but we can't do that ourselves uh, we do need you to do that so just take a take take 10 seconds right now go to itunes hit go hit to subscribe. F- subscribe and yeah, give us five stars spread the yeah, word spread the word and uh, if you like anything more about us uh, you can find us of course on positivelyoutrageousservice.com of course andrew and i would love to come out and work with you personally so if you'd like us to come out and, and uh, work with your team work with your organization we've been uh, professional speakers for over 25 years now or pushing 25 years yes. i know i'm pushing 25 years uh you're a spring chicken so i don't know maybe but but let us come out and talk to you because we want to help you become positively outrageous because when people work with you we want them to walk away from your experience saying these guys were positively Lately. Outrageous.